Oh my god, I just don't like, I'm just never going to like an award show. If any it award were me, show, any award show. I don't like any award shows. Okay, but what about the magical moment between Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga when they came They came out of the audience and they came on stage and they sang? And it was I magic? I'll watch it on YouTube later maybe, but Tell as me something, award show. Plus the Academy is just like, it's just like a big... Like, room of white dudes going like, this one, that one. Like, it's not like a vote. Just something else you're searching for. I would be much more interested in the Oscars if it was like a, like the People's Choice Awards. Well, that's, the, that's what the People's Choice Awards is for. Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes! This is a podcast about old movies! Wait, did I fuck it up? I think I fucked it up. <laughs> no, <laughs> you didn't saying? fuck it up, this is just the first time you've done it and we haven't like uh, been dying laughing going into it. Yeah, we're pretty dead today. I'm dead. I'm Evan. Death becomes her. <laughs> Shoutouts to Death Becomes Her. Today's um, episode, we're doing Death Becomes Her Psych. <laughs> we're doing the lesser-known sequel to Death Becomes Her. Um, no, no, no. This is a podcast about old movies from uh, our childhood. Our, <laughs> who are we? Well, my name's Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-host. I'm Josh. And he lives in Chicago, and I live in the Bay Area, but we're on the phone right now talking into microphones. We're recording it for your pleasure. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, we watch old movies from our childhood-ish. I think in this case, this is this is from Josh's childhood. Um, yeah. And we, we watch them. We, we see how well they've aged, because now we're older and hopefully wiser. Probably not. Um, and then at the end of the podcast, it culminates with a rating of eject and reject or be kind and rewind, baby. What's going on with you, Josh? Oh, what's going on with you, Evan? <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, uh, what is let's going see on with me? Going? We had a good, uh, we had a good birthday, a big group birthday celebration. Shout outs to the... The Crockett and and Green uh, clan. Um, everybody's a Crockett except for for Morgan. Morgan's Morgan's just a beautiful green. Oh, nice. What uh? Who got what kind of cake? Well, there was no cake. I don't know why that happened. <laughs> you'd think what? You'd yeah, think how many was, birthdays and there was no cake? There's six people. <clears throat> so it's Morgan. A little bit of backstory for for people who weren't in the uh, the private convo Josh and I were having beforehand. Um, Morgan, my niece, they were both born in February. Me, my sister-in-law, my brother, and my nephew were all born in March. So we were like, okay, we could all either get together every single weekend from here until April, or we could just do it all in one day. Um, well, like that's the. Why don't you split it up? You get all these little excuses no. to have fun. You sound like my mom. My mom was like, "We're it's gonna like meet." Sprinkles. We're, my mom was like, "Let's That's meet." That's because it's me, Evan. <laughs> mom, what are you doing oh, on this? What is this? This is a podcast. Josh is a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, you got you've got him pegged, mom. 
Okay, go back go back to your little cave. Okay. All right. The little cave is right here. Bye-bye. There's cheese in there. Oh, is that what would attract your mom? Yeah, she A liked, cave with cheese in it? Oh, a nice triple creamed brie. Um, oh, God. So, I don't want that left out in a cave. What have you been up to? What have you been scheming recently, Josh? I got I don't got any schemes, man. It's too fucking cold in Chicago, and I'm mad. Yeah, you you were sick in the last episode. Yeah, and I'm still like I'm still getting I'm like over it, but like I'm still like not great. Is it too cold for scheming? It's. I mean, I want to say yes, but then all my Chicago like pals would like snicker. So I'm not gonna say that. Okay, wait a minute. Why so, are they snickering? Because they're gonna be like, Josh can't scheme when it's cold. What a good, a little a little California boy. How many? But don't you know mostly transplants? Is Chicago a city like that, or, or are most people local? Uh, I don't know that many locals compared. Like, I would say the ratio is pretty even. Like fifty fifty. Huh, interesting. At least from like the immediate immediate Midwest area. Oh, but like then again, Missouri but nobody really cares. This is just the, this is all this is just all in my head. But no, I want a scheme. There's not it's just I want some ski scheming weather, which is like temperate. You can't get you can't get down with any snow schemes. Listen, there's no snow. And also there's no hills. A lot of snow schemes need hills. Oh my god. You are so correct. Like rolling a snowball down a hill and then it engulfs a family of four. Yeah, you can't do that here. You have to push it the whole time. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't want to push my snow. I want to watch it roll. And they'll see it coming. It's called a snowball, not a snow work. (laughs) All right, Josh, what did we watch this week? We watched uh, Ra, The Path of Sun God, A Vision of Ancient Egypt. What on earth yeah that's a better video i'll 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 tell you about it later uh ask me again (laughs) okay leaving space (laughs) josh what did we watch this week we watched raw the path of the sun god oh my god no no a kinetic creation story no 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 we i got it wrong again (laughs) Okay, set me up one more time. This is it. If you don't do it this time, we're talking about Raw. I don't give a shit. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's so much writing on this moment right now. Josh, this week we watched 1997's The Fifth Element. (laughs) I thought we watched Rogue. Yeah, we watched that. No, we didn't. I'm sorry. The Fifth Element. Directed by Luc Besson. It came out in 97, the same year as uh, Final Fantasy VII in Japan. What? Like Advent Children? Oh my god. Oh, the game. (laughs) You are so fucking... We're the movies podcast, not a... uh, I know, but but my brand is that I make unnecessary video game references. So you do? yeah, I've I've I done it a little bit. The brand was that we just say that everybody's sponsoring us. Oh, I do that too. I have a lot of brands. I don't know. 
I make a lot of choices. I should probably settle on like a strong seven. Anyway, 1990, speaking of seven, 1997, Fifth Element. <laughs> director Luc Besson, starring none other than Bruce Willis. We got Gary Oldman in this bilge. Um, we got Mila Jovovich. Who? Mila, Mila Jovovich. Jo- Jovovich. Jovovich? That was Djokovic. No, it's jo- Jovovich. With a V. Mm. We got Ian Holmes. I've probably been saying my lo- wrong my whole life. Ian Holmes. Ian Holmes is Cornelia. I don't remember Chris that Tucker. Character. Oh, dude, Chris. Ian Holmes Tucker. is the priest. So, Josh, this was this was your pick this week. What did you? Yeah. Uh, what, what was your relationship like this? Or, or, or excuse me, what was your relationship to this movie when you oh, were a child? Boy. I I dated this movie for many years. We had a very very active relationship. Oh yeah, are you open uh, to talking about it? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, nobody got burned. Nobody got burned. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we we kind of sat and hung out, watched each other at least like probably every couple of weeks. You know, and uh, invite some f- friends to get involved, and that usually made it better. Uh, Whoa. And uh, okay. No, well, no, that, no, yeah. no judgment. Just uh, your your candor is impressive. Oh well, uh, yeah, you know that was. Uh, I know how to watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, I used to watch this a lot when I was a kid. It's a great sci-fi movie that's got great characters. This came out when and we were nine. I, was this one that you like your folks like too? Maybe I don't really know. Hmm. Probably, uh, but I I'd like. There was a lot of replay value to this. I watched it throughout high school, college. Yeah, into regular life. Yeah, I uh, I like I don't know if I mentioned, but I I didn't watch this when I was a child. I came to this one late. Um, I came to yeah. this one probably when I was um, like in my twenties or so. Like I I mm. knew that I'd seen it before. I think I I think I watched it with uh, with my ex girlfriend Hannah and maybe yeah. with her family. Um, cause that, that was- shout out to Evan's ex girlfriend Hannah. Yo, shout out. <laughs> Shout out! This episode sponsored by Hannah Nielsen. Um, no, but uh, but yeah, I came to this kind of later in life, and uh, I remember really enjoying it. Though, like I I remember being like, "Oh, how did I let this one go by me?" Because um, mm-hmm. it it has all of the all of the trappings that I that I like. I mean, it's it's sci fi. You got Bruce Willis is very entertaining. Um, you've got, you know, kind of like that Blade Runner Neo Future feel kind of. Yeah. Yeah. The Neo Future thing where like he's driving a taxi cab. Um, it's very, very stylish. Um, yeah. It's also very silly. Yeah. Which, you know, what is, you know, what's funny about that is I don't remember it being all that silly. I don't know why, like upon rewatching it this time around, um, I was kind of struck by like, oh, it's really silly. Like, it's really... It's super... There's like Lotsies in it. Like, lock it, like when everybody's in Bruce Willie's house. Yeah, And they're like, oh, you go in the fridge. You guys go in the fridge. Yeah, She'll and- go in the shower and he'll go in the bed. Oh, this is a Bruce Willie <laughs> conversation <of> impression. <laughs> Do you want to say Willie. something to me? My name is Bruce Willie. I drive a taxi. <laughs> Your your Bruce Willis. What's your name, Lilo? Your Bruce Willis is startlingly similar to everyone's John Travolta. 
Oh, my name's no, my name's Bruce Willie. I uh, I hang out um at my house, and, and then I get my my mom calls. <laughs> He's just trying to remember anything from the movie. Yeah, I can't remember any quotes. Bruce Willis is a kind of an interesting guy. Do you remember a few years ago when he got all mad at Apple because he was like, how do I give my music collection to my daughter? And they were like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, I bought all this. You don't remember this? He was like, I bought all these albums. I have this huge collection of music on iTunes. And if I die, I want it to all go to her. But I can't because it's all tied to my account. But I bought the music. How do I do it? And they were like, I don't know, man. I, you bought it on iTunes. You don't remember that? Well, yeah, well, no. I mean, the licensing for music on iTunes is pretty specific. I think it's like five different accounts or something like that. But no, it's but it's all still on the same account, but you can have it on like five different devices. Oh, his, right, his, right. His argument was, well, just like I would buy a CD from Tower Records, I could just give that CD to like my friend. But I can't give Yo. these CDs to my daughter. And I was kind of like, well, I kind of get what you're saying. But at the same time, Brucey Willie's. Bruce Willie. Bruce Willie. You've got all the money. You've got. I'm, like, I'm never going to call him Bruce Willis again. This is Bruce Willie. Bruce Willie. I like Brucey Willie's. Josh, you know what time it is? No, what time is it? It's time for us to take. A it's l- 730. No, it's not 730. It's not even 7.30 where you are. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I took a guess. It's It's time for us to take a little short break. We'll be right back with more tapes, tapes, tapes after a beautiful voice. We'll be right back after 8.30-ish. Right after, yeah, we're going to take a break for an hour. (laughs) I think we need it. We need to reset the situation. All right, hold on. We'll be right back. Evan's wife, and I'm also president of the Tapes, Tapes, Tapes fan club. Thank you for listening, my fellow fans, my fellow listeners, my fellow rewinders, and my fellow ejectors. Find Tapes, Tapes, Tapes on Facebook. Subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or on their website, tapestapestapes.podbean.com. You can also, if you want, send an email to 88tapesbaby at gmail.com with your suggestions of what the guys should watch in the future. All right, I'm pressing unpause. Back to the show. Right. You want me to smash my walnuts on your head? <laughs> Get in there! <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to tapes, tapes, tapes. Um, so, <laughs> so Josh, what was what was it like revisiting this movie? How often do you watch it now? Nowadays. Oh. As many times as the raw, the path of the sun guy. Why is that keeping on being the thing? Why is that? No, because <laughs> he's penetrated my mind. Okay, ask me it again. <laughs> I don't know. What did I ask? That was so shocking. Um, <laughs> what did I? Ask? I was. Oh yeah. How often do you? How often do you come back to this movie now? 
How often do I come back to this movie? Yeah. Uh, I would probably say once a year at, at least. Okay, yeah. And I'm you like know, that with uh, br- I'm like that with a few movies. I'm like that with The Big Lebowski. Uh, I probably I try yeah. to watch that like every year. Yeah, and you know, I uh, I bring this movie around usually just to watch by myself or with somebody that already likes it. But the people that I show it to that haven't haven't seen it before. Usually not that big a fan. Oh, that's interesting. You know, you know why that's interesting? Because that was that was Morgan's experience. Like we we she had never seen it, and I um I had remembered seeing it before, and I remember really liking it. And so for like the past few years, I've been like, oh, we need to watch Fifth Element. We need to watch Fifth Element. It was on Netflix for a while. It's not anymore. Um, but. I I was like, oh, let's let's do it. Like when you suggested that we watch it, I was like, oh, here's here's my chance to show it to her, and she was just like, I don't I don't get it. I don't, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't I, I don't want to speak it. for her too much, but like, she she didn't really in, she didn't enjoy it. Um, I mean, she she saw the value of it. It's very stylish. Um, the costumes are kind of amazing. The Gary Oldman character is fantastic, um, but it's just a little bit too much, I think. Yeah, and I kind of appreciated that this time. It's like, oh, this is pretty over the top yeah. and a little crazier than like maybe it even needs to be. But I think, you know what I think it is? I think we both got nostalgia babied. Like we got, yeah, got, I think, we got nostalgia babied. Well, it's, it's interesting. You probably got nostalgia babied. But I, I got nostalgia. I totally got nostalgia, baby. I was watching this and going like, oh. I got mm. surprised because I don't, I didn't remember how goofy it was, and I wasn't bothered by the goofiness. So for me, I was like watching it, and I was like, oh my god, this is so silly that they're doing this, and oh my gosh, and in the very beginning with the aliens with the big like pear shaped bodies and the little arms and like the little their little yeah. heads and it's like what is but they're still like what is this, a know, doctor it's like watching who? a jim henson movie like yes are you just kind of suspension of disbelief it's exactly like watching a jim i think morgan said that she said it's it's like watching one of those jim henson movies um which i i didn't mind but i think the i think the coupling so to to go to things that didn't really work for me the the pacing of it is kind of all over the place particularly the first act um i think that once they kind of started started going with the lilu dallas multipass character and um like once once everything started kind of moving in a direction chicken chicken my my favorite i love all of lilu's lines yeah. like either stupid but i love them all like my favorite is uh when she shows up at corbin dallas and bruce willis's door and he's like surprised to see her and she just waves and goes be polite <laughs> he's like what and then ian Holm pops out and like tries to hit him over the head <laughs> Because that was just the instruction he gave her because she doesn't really know English yet. Yeah, yeah. Be polite. Be polite. Yeah. Be polite. Yeah, it's, it's full of cute moments like that. Um, and I even thought that the Chris Tucker character was was pretty great. Um, 
you know he oh my god and that aged well he won but you know what's funny about that so chris tucker let me look it up he won a razzie we've we've talked about this on the show before too he won a razzie for not only this movie but for the movie money talks so in the same That's bullshit, they should redact that Razzie and give him a Nickelodeon choice, <laughs> Nickelodeon kids, kids choice, choice award for this. Yeah, he won it for both of those movies, but he won it for the same category. Rubio. It was a uh, worst new star. So I guess people were just already sick of of Chris Tucker. Um, you know bullshit. what's really hilarious though is that he actually did for. For the next movies that he was in, those those rush hour movies, he did win a kids' choice award. <laughs> oh, I'm mad at see. This is why I don't like award shows. They're just all over the place, and you think they're so smart, and it's like mm, it should just be a little kiosk. It just needs to be a little person behind a kiosk, and he gets the information, and then when it the time is up. He just, this person just hands out the awards. Uh-huh. There's no cameras. It's just like, you know, it should be like when the groundhog comes out for Groundhog's Day. Like, that's it. Here's your Oscar. <laughs> Go for pop it out of the ground. <laughs> Here's your little Oscar. Um, but yeah, his his character didn't bother me at all. In fact, I was kind of impressed because I was like, just a few years before he was in Friday and now he's playing this like, intergalactic vj prince character it's, like it's really it's, a cool it's character space prince. it's space prince it's space it's space prince yeah which is a a, a cool character like yeah. yeah this movie was just was ruby road ruby road baby <laughs> um but yeah, I don't know. I I don't have much in the way of like critiques for for this movie just because I I think it's a goofy action movie that like still holds pretty well. I mean, Roger Ebert at the time gave it three stars. Yeah, and the, I, the only it, critique that he had of it is the same one that I have, which is like it could maybe do with a little bit of editing, but like it's still a really fun time. Yeah, it's fun. It's a movie that knows what it is and what its identity is, and it commits to it. And it's like, it's not really hurting anybody. It's just like fun. And it's got some great, like, little niche oddity performances, like fucking Gary Oldman's, like, whole. Yeah, Gary Oldman's character is fantastic. It's fun. It's fun. Oh, we didn't synopsis. Oh, God damn it! Okay, that's what here we I'm go. like. We're missing like five minutes here. Like, what? so here we go. Let's. How about instead, let's give a synopsis for Ra, the Path of the Sun God, a vision of ancient Egypt. So as the story I'm goes, I'm just leaving Amen a lot of Amen. blank space here so that I can just edit all that out. So uh, continue. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, let me get a synopsis going for this movie, uh, The Fifth Element, which is not any other movie that I've been continually bringing up. Why do you... Okay, I don't know why you keep bringing up that. I've never even heard of that other movie. What is it? What other movie? I haven't brought anything up in this edit of this episode, so you sound like a crazy person. <laughs> You're so dumb. You're small. You're a little. Why baby is it? Boy. No, I'm not. I'm not small. I'm uh lanky. 
You're a little lankster, prankster. Why isn't this opening? Come here. Come here. Okay, time for a synopsis of The Fifth Element, a thriller fantasy that's seven hours and seven minutes. Two hours and seven minutes, not seven hours. <laughs> it's seven hours long. Uh, this is nineteen. This is the sci-fi okay. roots. In the 23rd century, a New York City cabbie, Corbin Dallas, Bruce Willis, finds the f- finds the fate of the world in his in his hands when Lilu falls into his cab. As the embodiment of the fifth element, Lilu needs to combine with the other four to keep the approaching great evil from destroying the world. Together with Father Vito Cornelius. That's super close to Father Vito Cornelius, like, you oh, know, like Godfather. Uh, uh, and zany broadcaster Ruby Rod, uh, <laughs> Dallas must race against time and the wicked industrialist Zorg uh, to save humanity. And this is available in English, German, and Swedish. <laughs> Thank you. And the featured song is the Diva Dance. Thank you for telling everybody what what languages it. Uh, it's a, that was such a cool scene, dude. You know, I actually think it's kind of an accomplishment, like among singers, to like sing that song because it's so well, it's hard. it's physically impossible. You can't sing that entire song. You can sing well, no, parts some of, of it. There was somebody. I remember seeing a video of somebody singing most of it, like obviously without the auto tune and all that. But uh, getting through a lot of it, it's like, god damn. All right, is it time to uh, give this movie a rating? A breaking? A rating of becoming. Yeah, okay. Rewind or reject and hey. reject. Be kind <laughs> and rewind or reject and reject. See, I'm not like that singer, the blue lady. You have a better falsetto than I do. That's why they call me JB Falls False. JB Falls. (laughs) JB Falls. JB Falls. All right, what do you what do you give? Should I go or should you go? Who should go? Hey Evan. Hey Evan. What do you? What is it? Well, be kind and rewind, baby. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're gonna rewind. You know, I actually think that I should watch this movie more often, which is is so great. It's just it has so much going on from the from like a stylistic point of view and and all this stuff. Like i I want to watch it a little bit more more often than I currently do, which I think my current cadence is like once every six years. Um oh, so Okay. So it's a it's a be kind and rewind rapidly. <laughs> rapidly. No, I think it should just be more of a more of a go to, you know, like uh um I, I don't know. It's 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 got a lot going on. I also think it's good for like having on in the background. You don't necessarily have to pay full attention to it. Um and you'll still the you'll still get something out of it. So I think that, that's yeah. that's kind of handy. What do you think? It's true. What do you, Josh? What do you? Uh, oh, um, you know, I'm gonna play I think guitar. I'm gonna reject and, and reject it. Are you serious? Yeah. No, that's a lie. I think I'm done with it. No, 
I've had an uh, on it, dude. I've watched this movie to death. But that's not what the rating system means. It's whatever I want it to mean. And to tell you the truth, I watched I watched it this past time, and I was like, "Yeah, this is fun." But like, honestly, it's just another sci-fi with like a like. I was kind of watching Mila Lilu, and I'm just like, "That's eh, just another like." like well, manic pixie dream girl that part like. of it was definitely i guess we didn't get into that part but that that part was pr- pretty problematic where like the only person that he can love is either a cat or a person who's barely more emotionally developed than a cat <laughs> and it's not really about that it's just like i get the whole plot of like oh it's a character that is the supreme being and it's like learning to be a human being but kind of in the crossfire it just turns into like oh it's bruce willis in love with a child yeah yeah that's somebody with the mind of a child it's funny that's what i'm i I said that i wasn't going to speak for but i'm pretty sure morgan said exactly that same thing um yeah i i actually didn't read that that much into it but i but in retrospect yeah i i can easily see how that would be a takeaway i don't think you're actually giving it an eject and reject I don't know, because, like, I still... Pretty much the only reason I really like this movie anymore is for Ruby Rod. Yeah. That's, like, not enough. He's in, like, the entire second act, I'd say. A little bit of the third. Yeah, but, like, even Gary Oldman and, like, all this stuff, I don't know. I've just, like, I've literally watched this so many times, and this last time, I, like, I felt nothing. Wow. So should I just keep, keep it around? Well... I don't gosh, I don't know. We've never we've never run into this problem on the podcast. We've never been burnt out by a movie before. I think you just now you just got burnt out by the fifth element. I think I've been feeling that this whole episode. <laughs> and it's it's just now coming through. That's really I'm I'm <laughs> the, genuinely uh, this, I don't think any of our listeners would expect that you were going to give it a uh, an eject and reject. Like I'm I'm I kind of wasn't ex- I kind of wasn't didn't think I was going to, but like no. it feels right. Like I was like always oh, making a joke, but you're but you're serious. I, I think I'm being serious. Like I just did not feel it this time, and it's like I don't want to give it a be kind and rewind just to like give it a pass. Like that means something. It means like I'm gonna carefully rewind this and be ready for it for the next time I'm gonna watch it. Mm. And I'm like I don't know. Wow. Well, I well I'm as the kids say, I'm shook. Yeah, I'll probably watch it again. Who am I kidding? I don't understand. But... This is the most confusing rating you've ever given. And you've given... Because I don't want to given watch Wince it. and Mince and... Uh, that was a good one. You've given Fast and Blast. Uh, <laughs> you've given, what are the other ones? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't track them. Um, okay, well then, I guess the question then becomes, what movie is like this but is better i mean there are a lot of sci-fi movies that are better than this of course um Mm, but what what one is kind of like campy in the same way and cheesy and sci-fi yeah oh no i i know um hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy yeah i actually liked that movie you know i watched it recently I didn't see it. It was it was surprisingly good, and I I had read the book this past year, um, which I I never read before. Um, but I, I was mm. curious about it because you know it's a classic. Um, so I found it used at a bookstore, and, and I got it, and I was kind of like, 
That's a weird story because I remember having seen the movie when it was in theaters. Um, so then I so then I rewatched it after having read the book, and I was like, "Wow, they they do exactly what's in the book. Like that is kind of incredible." Um, and it it totally works. Uh, I actually think it it's almost better now than when I saw it in in theaters. So yeah, that's my recommendation. And yeah. it and it has the cheesy. It it fully commits to like the absurdist humor. Where Fifth mm-hmm. Element sometimes takes itself a little bit too seriously, um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy does exactly the opposite of that. So that that would be my recommendation. And I recommend. <laughs> Don't say it. Uh, Don't say them. Thor Rag- Thor Ragnarok. Oh Ragnarok. yeah yeah yeah. I mean, that's a fun, uh, but not in this this place. It's different ballpark. It's. Uh, I recommend Raw: The Path of the Sun God. Oh God! I was like, <laughs> I was like, we got away from it. Fuck yes! God it damn it, back dude. Uh, no, I don't really. Okay, you know I don't know. Thor Ragnarok is actually a good choice. I think. Yeah, maybe I will because it's surprisingly that's kind of fil- sci-fi, though. Isn't that weird? How that's like a sci-fi movie? It is. It, I mean, science fiction and fantasy and like superhero movies are all really like. There's a very thin line between all of those. It's true. Uh, and it, I don't know. That's kind of filling. Like, if I want to watch a sci-fi film and I want like a couple good chuckles, I would watch that movie. Yeah. That movie for for people who's I, I mean a lot of people watched it for anybody who out there who slept on it go watch Thor Ragnarok it's really good like it's surprisingly yeah, a, funny I'm not that big on Marvel movies uh, because at the end of the day they're just that Marvel movies uh, but this one like really showed up as like just a comedy film yeah like, goddamn yeah the the com the comedic chops on that one which I appreciate because they. I think they they realized that they had a winning formula when they did uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. But yeah, but this was even better. Yeah, I think I, I think, think Thor Ragnarok was was even better, which was which was surprising. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Tapes 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 everybody. Thank you. I'm your your wonderful jovial co-host Evan William James Crockett. And I'm the energyless uh stealer of fun, Josh. Also known as Ra the Sun God. <laughs> Wait, what is the movie? Wait, why are you why are you calling me Ra the Sun I, God? That doesn't make any sense. I'm gonna leave every every raw related reference. Ra ra. What reference. are you talking about? You you in this edit you didn't put any of that in, so that sentence doesn't make any sense. Think about the listeners, Evan, not getting even with me about nothing. About nothing. <laughs> Shoutouts uh Josh's Instagram at Josh Barwin. J R B R R B R Um and uh go on there and you can get just sick content. Um and it, what's, I never post. <laughs> what's your that's a lie. What's your parting parting wisdom for the day? Oh, like a moral? Yeah, give me a moral. Give me a moral. <laughs> you like how I said that? Give me a moral. Moral. Okay. Here's the moral. If you find yourself in the woods and you're lost and you don't know which way to go, 
just remember that Ra, the path of the sun god, a vision of ancient Egypt, will always be there for you. That's it. Well said. Bye, everybody. I put my mouth really close to the mic for that one. I I could feel they they love you for it. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>